0: This is What a Weird Week, Season 2, Episode 12, the one with internet lightning. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like Crazy here, like Really weird tale. Well, I got a great show for you today. What's so wonderful. Weird. Just a quick note, we took Victoria Day weekend off and Memorial Day weekend off. Uh, Canada, United States, long weekend. So we're catching up on some of the stories from a couple of weeks ago. See how many of these uh, weirdo stories you're familiar with. What a weird week. Thank you for coming back. The top 10 countdown of weird stories from the news. Let's go. Ten. Number 10 is the lady in Oklahoma who gets hacked her computer keyboard after lightning strikes her home the lightning goes through the house wiring into her computer and out through the keyboard this lady should get a lifetime supply of lightning cables hey what why did i crack myself up but maybe flash drives Uh, something where are the marketing teams on this one by the way the lady was not injured interesting story nine (laughs) ufos you guys 60 Minutes and a bunch of uh, not normally UFO reporting news outlets have been covering the latest batch of videos by credible military witnesses of weird things in the sky, weird things underwater. And the U.S. government is admitting that the videos are of real objects and that they don't know what they are or where they come from. But That's about where we're at with that. I feel like some UFO researchers happy that, uh, you know, it's disclosure, everybody, it's finally here, disclosure. And then other UFO researchers are like, I don't know if I trust anyone anytime. Eight. Number eight is can we somehow breathe through our bum? This is a serious study, like real, like we're supposed to cover the weird stories. So I'm sorry, here we are. We have landed on the butt breathing story. So a Japanese study finds that perhaps mammals can breathe through their uh, bum. In emergencies, I know it's weird. Yes, I get it. It's gross. It's weird, and it's you can't believe it. Who would believe this? But they did a study on rats, and it seems to indicate that blood vessels in the caboose, the cabooseal area, can absorb oxygen. More study is required, or maybe it's not. You know what? Maybe it's just not required. It's we don't need any more butt breathing studies. Maybe. Seven. Paul McCartney's Eye Yoga is the number seven story. This has been mentioned by him in interviews before, but it showed up in my feed the other day because he did an interview. He mentioned it in Woman's World magazine. Eye doctors say it doesn't help you to not need glasses. But Paul McCartney says he does eye yoga every day. And if you've never heard of it, that's okay because... I had never heard of it before this interview. It's basically like looking to the side and then looking back and then looking at down at your nose and then looking straight again. That That's eye yoga. Paul McCartney says he doesn't need glasses at his age. He should need glasses statistically. And he doesn't. And he says, it's because I'll do. Sorry, I was going to do my Paul McCartney impersonation. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that to you. God bless you for listening. I'm not going to subject you to my Paul McCartney. anyway. He does eye yoga. He says it helps his uh, eyesight, whatever. Eye doctors uh, beg to differ. Six. Number six. Why do we think we can beat animals in hand-to-hand combat? Or hand-to-paw combat? Hand-to-claw combat? A poll came out the other day that indicates some of us think we're really tough. Or that bears are stupid wimps, maybe. The uh, quote from the study, Most humans are pretty realistic about their chances in a fight with an animal, but about 6% think they can beat a grizzly bear. That is the kind of confidence you need to make it these days. So I don't know, you guys. I mean, you've got to start picturing yourself pummeling a grizzly bear, and that's how you get the confidence to succeed. Just a theory. Five Number five, Loch Ness Monster mystery has been solved. Now, this is this story uh, a couple of weeks old now, but we had to come back and revisit it after the holiday and the long weekend uh, because I don't know, true believers, but uh, this this theory is a little saucy. So, scientists think it could be the Loch Ness Monster's couple of different theories. So, they tested the water and they found eel DNA or something like. In in proportions that they didn't expect. Something like that. So Loch Ness could be big eels. The big eels could be uh, responsible for lake monster sightings. But then there's another scientist. And a theory that he has thrust out there. Is that when you see the Loch Ness monster's neck and head. Sticking out of the water. What you're really seeing is a whale. Like an excited whale. (laughs) An excited whale's naughty bits sticking out of the water. Now, there is a safe link uh, in the show notes for more information, but just in case, open it in incognito because it is crazy. Four Number four, it looks like dogs are better at detecting COVID than a lot of the tests they use. Blood test? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I believe that would be maybe I don't know how you refer to it scientifically. I believe it's super accurate, but If you're in the screening line at the airport, dogs can give you the sniff test and indicate to handlers whether you have COVID or not. In the study, dogs were 97% accurate in detecting uh, COVID. So not too shabby if they, you know, if they're able to, I mean, hopefully we're getting a handle on this uh, COVID business. But it's good to have that knowledge if they have, you know, if there's going to be screening lines ever for uh, COVID. And uh, they could run you through the security line at the airport, uh, the screening line with pooches. Number one, faster. Number two, you get to see delightful pooches at the airport, which most of the time, that's, that's nice, right? Most of the time. Three. Number three. Oh, great. Another dog story. A reporter doing a dog napping story actually sees the stolen pooch while doing the story for the news. Dog nappers are caught. Dog returned to its family. Too. San Francisco is one of the shopliftiest places in the world. I've never been. I'm not very worldly. But I never would have guessed that San Francisco is the shoplifting capital of the world. So how this came about is kind of there's a, an article with all the details. But kind of uh, if I were to sum it up. Things had potential to turn violent when shoplifters were confronted, so secured a lot of places in San Francisco. Security has stopped uh, doing that, confronting shoplifters. Some neighborhoods, you just got shoplifting run amok, and then also the the way the law worked uh, in San Francisco, it has led to shoplifters who get caught not facing much legal peril. I think that's my understanding of the article. So like Walgreens, they mentioned Walgreens closed some stores because of this. They were losing too much money to shoplifters. is bananas. is very interesting. And if you're a budding uh, criminal, if you want to work your way up through uh, shoplifting, it's a good entry-level crime there. So if you wanted to read the article for that, for research purposes, don't do it. That was a trick. I was tricking you. Don't do that. It's wrong to steal. One. Number one, do you want an extra thumb? Would you? Think of the hitchhiking possibilities. Think of shuffling cards. We'd all become close-up magicians if we had three thumbs. So, what has three thumbs? What has three thumbs and is in on this idea? This guy! So a research team has been working towards showing that people would be able to adapt to having an extra thumb, a robot thumb, not going to grow you an extra thumb. They're going to make you a robot thumb. And anyway, according to the research, the test subjects, it looks like we could get used to having a third thumb pretty quickly. And that robot thumb would make our lives so much better. So we're getting there, you guys. We're getting there. Thumb three, thumb three. That could be a hashtag. I don't know. So that's that, the 10 weird stories. What a weird week. You can click the show notes, and there's a link back to the uh, website, and you can get more, all everything we talked about in more detail. And thank you for liking, streaming, subscribing, uh, rating, reviewing. Also, little bonus content now. If you stuck around to the end, kablammy, you get my interview with a Junebug. This is from the radio show. Okay, we have a special guest in the studio. And this is uh, an expert guest as a part of No Mo May. This fellow I met on my way to work this morning was actually attached to my screen door. Jim the June bug. So, Jim, thanks for coming into the Scotty and Tony show. Hey, man, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan. So I noticed that No Mo May is, has been good for June bugs, eh?
1: Oh, yes, it has. I mean, I know you guys are doing it for the bees. But it's been fantastic for us Junebugs. So on behalf of all of us, <laughs> thanks, you guys.
0: So you're having a good season.
1: Well, I mean, it's been pretty good. Uh, we did lose one of the herd a couple of nights ago. Oh, no. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny got eaten by a cat. It's not a good way to go, Scott. It's not a good way to go. Well,
0: when we have some more time, I'd like to uh, talk about No Momay and uh, Junebug, the Junebug lifestyle. Yeah, I didn't choose it.
1: It chose me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, happy to stick around and answer any questions you have.
0: All right. So uh, when we have more time, more from Jim the Bug. In case you missed it, I met this fellow on my way to work this morning, was attached to my screen door. Jim the June Bug is with us this morning. So, Jim, thanks, thanks again for taking the time out.
1: As I said, I am a huge fan. Fan of the Scotty and Tony show. Which one's the tall guy?
0: That's, uh, well, he's not here today. Anyway, I got a couple of questions about the Junebug life. First of all, you mentioned earlier that Johnny the Junebug got eaten by a cat a couple of days ago. That can't be easy. Cats and Junebugs do not get along. Don't
1: look at us. It's not like we're walking up to cats and saying, hey, Buttercup, let's dance. It's the cats stupid cats.
0: Can we put an end to this myth about June bugs getting in people's hair? Because a lot of people think that, that you're aiming for our hair, you want to get in our hair, something like that. Can you can you put that to rest? Oh, it's 100% true.
1: We aim for the hair. Especially if you've had a permanent or some sort of, if you just have naturally curly hair, well, hello, sunshine. We are... We are zoning in on you, and it's a lot of fun.
0: We just we just really, really enjoy getting in people's hair. Maybe that's a good good place to end uh, this time around. Maybe we can pick it up again a little later, Jim.
1: Oh, I'm happy to stick around. I got nothing planned for the day.
0: Until, you know, until it
1: gets dark. I'm free until it gets dark, buddy.
0: Our special guest for the morning, Jim the Junebug. So we've been talking to Jim the Junebug all morning long, our special guest. I met Jim the Junebug on my way to work this morning. was actually attached to my screen door. And Jim, thanks for hanging out all morning.
1: Like I said a number of times, I am a huge fan. And I just think you two are fantastic. But I like the tall guy better, a little bit better.
0: Yeah, the tall guy couldn't be here today. But I'll let him know. So, Jim the Junebug, we talked about cats, the danger of cats to bugs. We thought it was a myth that bugs go for people's hair, but you, you said that...
1: I said we go for people's hair. That's not a myth. It's fun, okay?
0: Yeah, so uh, that. What about when people get a badminton racket out and just start waving that thing around?
1: How dare you? How dare you? I mean, now you're going to give people ideas. If it weren't bad enough, there's going to be a bunch of badminton rackets out tonight. Thank you very, very
0: much. Jim, James, listen, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you.
1: Offend me? It's like you put a contract out on my life. There's a contract out on me now. People swinging badminton rackets at Jim the Junebug tonight. I hope you're happy.
0: I'm not. Well, a little. I No, I'm not. Why don't I give you the last word? You close it off.
1: All right. Well, I guess I just want to say to to people, uh, don't wear hats. It's harder to get at your hair if if you're wearing hats. And, you know, just keep a light on for me. I'll see you tonight. This is Jim the Junebug signing off. I always wanted to say signing off.